0: entry number 16. The good news about this one is that, uh, I am not sobbing within an inch of my life. So (laughs) it's good. You can probably listen and, um, uh, be able to understand what I'm saying, hopefully, but as always, probably this isn't going to make much sense either. But anyway, (laughs) as you probably know, or might know, um, Based on my last podcast episode, um, we put down our dog Rocco on Monday. which is yesterday. Jeez. Um, feels like a lifetime somehow. Um, and it was really hard. It was really, really, really tough. Um, he was old, 15. um, was losing his hearing and um, sight and just going to the bathroom everywhere and running into things and hurting himself and falling off of stuff and not being able to get back on the couch and, like, all, you know, all those things. And it's hard because it wasn't like he was actually sick, you know, or something had happened where it was like, okay, yeah, let's put him down. It was just a really hard decision and we had to pray. And, um, you know, it's been really great though, to see how God confirmed it through friends and other people and things I heard on a podcast or things I saw on, um, one, one of the Bible studies we do, my husband and I lead a Bible study on Sundays at our church. And uh, we were doing a, a Pete Briscoe series, What Will Jesus Do?, and um, he was talking about um, the man who, the demoniac, the Gerasenes demoniac, and how, you know, this man's like, filled with a bajillion demons, right? When Jesus asks for the demon's name, they, they say, we are legion, meaning there's more than one. And when Jesus goes and um, drives the demons out and he allows them to go into the body of the pigs that are there nearby, um, you know, Pete takes a second to talk about how a lot of times we think, oh, Jesus is so mean. Why would he do that to animals, poor animals? And he just takes a second to talk about how, you know, animals are, are beautiful and wonderful and therefore are Enjoyment, but they 're not to be idolized right they 're not to be treated like human beings, and you know and it was kind of crazy because he he took this pocket of time to talk about that, which really didn 't have much to do with his the rest of his sermon, but I kind of felt like that was God talking to me, like reminding me that you know Rocco was a beautiful blessing, and he served a purpose in my life but i don 't have to feel um, yeah i don't have to feel like I'm doing something wrong by choosing to to end his life at this point. You know, I'm his owner and I love him and I've used discernment and prayer and, um, just asking God to, to help us make this decision. I think what makes it hard for us is that, you know, biblically speaking, there isn't any absolute evidence that we're going to see our animals when we, you know, die and when we're with God. Um, we do know that there will be animals on the new earth. That's, that's in scripture. Um, we do know that God cares for all of creation, including the animals, Um, there, that's very evident in scripture. We know he's a good, just God, a loving God and He does everything, um, (laughs) for the good of those who do love him. That's in scripture. So it, it looks to me like things would point to maybe, yes, that we could possibly be reunited with our animals. But, you know, when Roxy died and now with Rocco, you know, my faith is really growing to the point where, you know, even if that's not the case, you know, I know what, is there beyond this world is going to be far better. And that I trust God and his decision making. Um, I don't know if I could say that a couple years back if I knew (laughs) my animals were going to die and maybe I didn't ever see them again. I don't know if I'd have that trust or be at peace with that, but I really am. And um, again, not to say that they won't be there, but, um, you know, I think I think I'm I'm seeing things differently and I I think through the struggle and the tragedy and the heartache and how hard this has been and how hard how much harder a lot of other things are, you know. I just see God working and I do see hope. Like this morning we left the house and we're driving um to Ava's school and we see just the sun rising. It's just so beautiful and it's just the sky is just pink and yellow and it was just like one of those things that like god gives you to tell you that it's gonna be okay like there is hope there is newness after the death of something um and i'm i'm just thankful for that like it just feels i don't know feels like life is heading in the right direction um and so I'm sitting here wondering, you know, what the next steps are, you know, for me, like, you know, because obviously now that Rocco's goes past, there is a little extra time in my life. I'm not constantly steam cleaning my carpet or <laughs> picking him up and taking him out, bringing him back in, feeding him, you know, like all these things, you know, and, and those minutes add up and that brain space is wide open now. And I, I've been praying about, you know, where God wants me next and what am I, what am I to do next? And I feel like I'm just being pointed to more writing time and more publishing time. And, um, I have a very, you know, big desire in my heart to continue writing and publishing and to grow my literary and print believable books. Um, You know, it's crazy is, you know, I've kind of just gotten off of all social media, but I've been on LinkedIn and my LinkedIn has been growing quite a bit. I've been connecting with quite a few people and I love LinkedIn versus something like Facebook or Twitter because it's, um, seems like a very supportive and encouraging place. People are very professional on there because they don't want to get fired. They don't, (laughs) everything they post is very hopeful and positive and really like just, you know, encouraging other people. And so I like it. You know, it feels like it's made more for me. And I feel like I get a lot of engagement there on my posts. And um, and so I created actually a page for believable books on there. And so what's cool is like... If you used to follow me on Facebook and you're kind of bummed that you can't find my post on Facebook anymore, um, if you're on LinkedIn, connect with me. America Clay, you can find me. Please connect with me. You can follow my page, Believable Books, there. Um, and that's where I'll be updating. And I have been updating, you know, whenever I publish a post or a podcast or talking about my books. Um, I'm thinking about doing some article writing there too. You can write articles. And I don't know. I'm kind of uh, thinking about that. I'm, I'm pausing on that. Like I, I had set to publish one, as I know, and I was kind of against it, um, just because i my time's been filled up here pretty quickly, but I feel like in the next couple of weeks, especially into summer, I'm going to have the space to do that sort of thing, so I would love to do some posts about, um, indie publishing, and being a self-published author, and looking more into the actual details of what that looks like, and what websites I use, what, you know, companies I use to format my book, and cover design, and, you know, how I'm marketing and that kind of stuff, um, which is very, going to be very different than probably what people are expecting. Cause like I said, I don't use social media and I'm just kind of out here on my own little Island, but it's been good being out here on my own little Island. Um, I find that I just, I think I'm, I'm way more at peace than I ever was when a lot of the, this other stuff was in my head and heart. And I just feel like I'm doing things now based on Christ's guidance versus my, um, quick decision making my um uh oh what's the word for that you know when you like just do something without thinking impulsivity that that's what i was looking for um i'm realizing that that is a sin for me and it was a hard one for me to give over to god but um i have and i'm thankful and i'm really trying to just be consistent and i've blogged pretty much every Monday, and po- did a podcast pretty much every Wednesday, and I've done an update pretty much every Friday, and I was going back and forth on my updates, you know, I was like, well, should I just email um, every once in a while my subscribers or whatever, but I think I'm going to keep with the update system there on WordPress that you've been receiving in your inbox, and i um, just kind of let you know week by week, you know, a wrap-up of, of what's going on, what's um, in my life and in my writing life, and uh, where I'm going, because it kind of helps me to write all that out, because that's how I process, I process through writing, like, I have to constantly write things out, um, and I process through talking, apparently, too, so it's, it's what this is about, um, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of on the verge of something new, you know, that whole idea of, you know, life is hard, things are hard, death is hard, grief is hard, you know, walking through that's hard, but there's always that that little bit of light, that hope, you know, and I keep on thinking during this time, of course, Christ's resurrection, but I also think about um, Lazarus. It's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. <laughs> I, you know, if it's, if it's dark, weird, creepy, out there, sad, then I love it and and that's probably why my favorite books are like Jeremiah and Job, and you know all the dark psalms and like, especially which psalm I forgot we were talking about the other day in our community group, but there's one psalm where like all of them ends like every single psalm ends with "God, you're so good, you know, even if if David's having like a hard, rough day right at the end, it's like this is so good. And- you're so good. But at this, the end of this one psalm, he's pretty much just like, yeah, and life sucks. And he just leaves it at that. And it's just perfect because <laughs> it's a reminder. It's God's way of reminding us that we're human. And sometimes we don't see the light. We don't see the goodness. But guess what? He's still there. <laughs> he's still there. Um, and so, yeah, that the 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 weird stuff is kind of like what always, <laughs> what always gets me excited about the Bible. And Lazarus... Um, It's definitely one of those stories. And I just keep on thinking about Mary and Martha and just the pain of having someone you love and then knowing and having that full belief in Christ and what he can do and getting angry at him. Like, well, if you were here, you know, he wouldn't have died. But there was a reason to God's timing in that, you know, it was played out, you know, in in the entire story of, of revealing who God was in Christ And in Christ being crucified because of it. Um, And so it's just a matter of trust and to see that and what Jesus can do and that death isn't the end. You know, for us Christians, death isn't the end. And for any non-believers listening, death doesn't have to be the end. You can choose something different. And mind you, when you are choosing something different, you're not choosing american christianity you're not choosing going to church every sunday you're choosing christ start there you know don't think about all the things you have to do or all the things you have to give up or any of that stuff like it starts with just having a relationship with jesus and from there jesus will tell you um based on his word based on you know your prayer life based on the relationship you have with him he will direct you through his holy spirit of what are next steps for your life i think A lot of times we want to point out all these sins and all these things. And we want to, as humans, clean them up and say, okay, well, you got to get rid of this or you shouldn't be this or you shouldn't be that. And it's like, you know, I think we need to stop (laughs) with that. (laughs) And we need to focus more on people just having a relationship with Jesus because Jesus is the one that changes their heart and washes them and, and makes them something new. And we're there to love and support and to guide and to answer questions. Um, but we're not there to condemn, right? We're not there to just make them give up, because they're like, well, I can never do this, or here's a sin I'm still struggling with, so I guess I'm not perfect, I guess this isn't for me, um, because no, that's sanctification, right, we're always going to struggle, and we're not going to be perfect this side of heaven, you know, when, when Jesus, you know, or I think it's Paul saying, you know, to be perfect like your father in heaven, you know, he's not saying perfect like, um, you know, like nothing's wrong with you, like you're sinless, he means complete in your father in heaven, like, we are complete and we can only be complete with him by trusting him. We're not going to be complete on our own. We mess up all the time. But we can trust in him that he will smooth out our wrinkles, right? Like he will make things better um where we where we mess up. And so um yeah, I've just been thinking about that a lot and thinking about new life and thinking about what's on the horizon and and again, I think for me right now, it is a jumping into, you know, my writing, what I'm doing online, uh, believable books, my literary imprint. I'm working on A Bird Alone. Um, that's my focus for the summer is to finish that and to publish it and share it with you guys. Um, I'm excited about that. You know, I think it's a good book and I just keep praying through it <laughs> every time before I sit down, I just pray that God gives me the words that he wants me to share. Um, and and i pray that it does move hearts and is something that is is hopeful for someone and maybe that changes their mind about god in a good way um so yeah a lot of heartache a lot of hard this week um but just trying to focus on on what's good and the good that's come out of it and I'm thankful for friends who've been praying for me and it's amazing to see how god does use of people to lift you up and to remind you that, you know, it's not the end, you know, like it it is only the beginning and we still have more to do here on earth while we're on earth. And so that's the focus I'm going into this week with. Um, also here's a fun fact. I've started to run. (laughs) I'm not a runner. (laughs) I've been run walking quite a bit. Um, and, and that's been nice, you know, I'm trying to just focus a little bit on my health and, I'm feeling good, feeling better. Um, getting back in shape. Um, I I kind of I mean I I've, I've worked out, but I've been neglecting like cardio. <laughs> I don't who wants to do that? But um, but yeah, I've been feeling good, and feeling better. I think that's part of it. Lowering my caffeine, getting sleep. I mean that those are the types of things that help with the grief process. It helps with depression. It's just you know important to um to do those things for ourselves and. And I know that when I don't, like, it it makes me feel further away from God, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not on a good path. And I know sometimes we do those things because it's more self-medicating and we don't want to feel the feelings, but we have to feel the feelings to get through. So anyway, all things pretty good. Good things. <laughs> I don't know words. I'm tired. Um. Anyway. So I uh, will just let you guys know, leave you with this. Um, you can always go to ericaclay.com and hit subscribe in my menu bar and subscribe to my website. Um, and I, and when you do that, you receive all my posts. You get these podcasts and my posts in your inbox. But I also offer my books for free to my subscribers um, as a thank you. Uh, so you can see on my books page where you can download them. Um, yeah, I... I'm thankful for you guys. Thank you for everyone who's praying for me. Uh, I'm praying for you guys too. And so I'm going to pray over us before I go. Um, Lord, thank you so much for these people that are listening. Uh, I pray over them for all the hard that they're going through, that they don't sit in it, that they take a moment to feel what they're feeling and to um, offer their broken hearts up to you, Lord. But that they're encouraged and inspired, that there is hope for tomorrow, there is light on the other side of whatever they're going through, Um, that we'll all remember that our focus is on you, and that you truly do make wonderful, good things out of all the hard that we go through in this life, Um, especially just for those that, that love you and follow you, Lord. And I pray for anyone listening who might not be a follower, that you start to soften their hearts, that maybe that They consider you in a new way, that they think about um, maybe the things that are missing in their own lives and how hard life is maybe, and that they really can take a moment to put two and two together and realize that there's a gaping hole where you should be, that they don't have filled, and that they allow you to fill it so that they can feel hope in spite of the darkness, that they can feel love even when things are painful, um i just pray that we continue to keep our eyes on you as we go into this week lord uh sharing your message sharing our testimonies um sharing the gospel thank you lord for all of our blessings for all the goodness you've given us um and even when we have to walk away from that goodness whenever it's time to move on and to move forward that we don't forget um we don't forget the lessons we've learned from that we don't forget the the wonderful times that we've had that we instead know that there are more to come that you promise us eternal life with you lord and that we keep our eyes focused on that pray all this in your name amen thank you guys again for listening like i said you can go over to my website and subscribe i love for you to download a free book on me or you can reach out to me at support at erica if um yeah, you have any questions, if you have a suggestion for the next episode, that would be helpful. As you can tell, these are all over the place, <laughs> but eh, I do what I want. Anyway, so, uh, hope you guys have a good day and a good week, and we'll chat soon. Catch you later. Bye.